Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. To begin with, the scripture passage that I would like to read is from the Gospel of Mark, the 15th chapter, reading verses 21 through 34. Before we do that, I'd like to ask you to bow in prayer and ask God to speak to us through his word. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you this night when we celebrate the death of our Lord and what he accomplished for us on the cross. Lord, humble our spirits. Help us to come to you anew and afresh. And for those, Lord, who have never accepted you as Savior and Lord, may they learn tonight there's no reason why we couldn't receive him into our hearts and be forgiven of all our sin. Lord, bless us as we understand this word tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hear the word of the Lord. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon the father of Alexandra and Rufus, was passing by on his way from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. Dividing his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified with him two robbers with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let the Christ, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At the sixth hour, darkness came over the whole land until about the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi! Eloi! Lama sabachthani! Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It is no wonder, I believe, that this graphic detail of the narrative of the crucifixion has caught the imagination of Christians around the world ever since. We've come here tonight for that same reason, to look once again, when we remember that all the sins of the world, your sins, my sin, fell on Jesus so hard that he suffered and bled and finally died hanging on that tree. Many people were passing by, and Simon was one of those. Simon was a passerby. He's perhaps a symbol of a cross-bearing symbol of those who carry the crosses for others. He had no connection to what was happening that night. 
He was simply called and picked by the crowd or the mob or the soldiers, I'm not sure, to carry the cross of Jesus and to help him on his way to the hill of the skull. Some of you may be cross bearers you've discovered in your life. When you've taken the burdens of other people upon you and have had to carry them in a difficult way. But more than that, somehow I believe that many of us, or if not all of us, somehow are also passerbys. Just kind of observing what is going on. Some never graduate from being in this department of life. And yet others, by the grace of God, who choose to do more by laying upon themselves the burdens of others and helping them to carry the crosses which are theirs to bury, to carry. Tonight we are reminded once again that Jesus carried that cross for each one of us. Each one of us somehow is guilty of putting those nails through our Savior's hands and hanging him from that tree at Calvary. The question we want to ask ourselves tonight is how are we really a part of that story of the cross? What did we really do in our lives that would put Jesus on the cross? What did really do we do that so many there mocked Jesus and saying, mocked him and saying, come down from the cross and see if you have the power to do that? How are we a part of that story? Romans 3.23 tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Perhaps there's not one of us here tonight would say, sure, I'm a sinner. And I have sinned against God. Because the Bible teaches me that everybody has sinned and we all fall short of the glory of God. But really, what did I do to put Jesus on the cross? We have to look at our own lives and see what's happening in our own lives and see what did we do to put Jesus on that cross. What helps me a lot and perhaps helps you a lot, if I look at Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he tells me how to live. When I read that Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, 6, and 7 out of the book of Matthew, I find a lot of things that I am in fault in. First of all, Jesus called me and called you to be the salt of the earth. We are the ones that are supposed to give flavor to this life. We are the ones who are supposed to call people to the question when things aren't going right and they are not living a life with God. We need to teach them that God wants them that Jesus died for their sin, and we have not always done that. Salt is also a cleansing agent. When have we helped our world come to grips with all the things that are going wrong in our world, and we come with the word of God and the love of Jesus and bring them the gospel and find out how we can help life be better in this world? Matthew 5 also tells us, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. How does your light shine tonight? How does my light shine tonight? 
When have we shown the love of God to somebody else and let our works be seen that others may glorify our Heavenly Father? That God may be glorified in an act of worship. Jesus came to fulfill the law, he said, not to destroy it. Ezekiel, the chapter 18, says, The man who sins shall surely die. And so we knew it was inevitable. If God was going to be a just God, somebody had to die for the sins of the world. And he chose his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, his only son, to die on the tree for you and for me. For the things that we have done wrong. For the sins that we have committed. For the times that we did not identify with God and were ashamed that we were a part of the Christian life. The times when we could have shared the love of Jesus with somebody and we did not do it. How have we sinned? All kinds of ways. Through false gossip, murder, hatred, adultery, divorce, you name it. The Bible is full of those. Jesus says, unless you and I exceed the righteousness of the scribes of the Pharisees, we will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. That is strong language. Unless our righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, we will not enter the kingdom of heaven. How have we sinned? Through our anger, through our murder. If we are angry with your brother, you need to reconcile. One of the difficult things to do in life, to reconcile with those of you have ought against. To ask for forgiveness of others when you have wronged them. We need to reconcile. Jesus makes it very clear in Matthew chapter 6. If we do not forgive our brother, neither can my heavenly father forgive you. Strong language. We need to think that through in our lives. We cannot forgive somebody else's sins. Neither can our heavenly father forgive us. We are called upon to love our enemies As difficult as that to do, that is what we need to do. So where have we failed? We have served other gods. We've served so much of the world. We've served, we have hatred. We have dishonored our parents. We have steal. We have lied. We have hatred against other people. These are the sins that we need to refrain from. We need to ask God for forgiveness. We need an opportunity to do that in our lives. But I have good news for you tonight. Since we admit that we're all sinners, we've all fallen short of the love of God. And His glory does not always shine in us the way it should. So we come with all humility before Him tonight, but I have some good news. Jesus died for you that you might have eternal life. There's no greater news in all the world. Jesus died for every one of us so that you could have eternal life. There's somebody in this audience tonight who has not confessed their life and committed their life to Jesus Christ. There's no reason why you can go to bed tonight and not worry about whether or not you're going to go to heaven or not. You can go to heaven because Jesus died for you. But it means that you will have to ask him for forgiveness and commit your life anew to him. There's the price. Eternal life is knowing God. 
It's more than knowing about God. A lot of people know about God. They know about the Bible. They know this is Good Friday. They know this is Easter coming up. It's just a family celebration for them. We celebrate because we have the gift of eternal life. That is the good news of the gospel. Eternal life. We need to know Jesus. We need to have a personal relationship with him. We praise and we worship him. We need to confess our sin to him. We need to repent from our evil doings. We need to ask God for forgiveness. We need to ask our neighbors for forgiveness. We need to restore our relationships. Forgive others. Pray often. And pray for yourself. Pray for others. And Jesus will give you the joy of knowing that you have eternal life. There's no greater joy in all the world than to know that you have eternal life. Don't go to sleep tonight without knowing that. There's an opportunity for us tonight to make things right with Jesus. It's a part of our service here tonight. There's no greater joy into life than knowing that you're right with Jesus. You can tackle a world of problems when you know that you're right with Jesus. And those opportunities are going to come later on in the service. Before we do that, I would just like to close in prayer. I would like to pray for every one of you people tonight, here tonight. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you tonight, begging of you that you may make your truth alive to each one of our hearts tonight. That we cannot go on in life without you. We need you, Lord Jesus. We confess, first of all, that our sins have nailed you to the cross. We confess that we were wrong. We repent of our evil ways, Lord. And help us tonight once again to rededicate our lives afresh to you, that we might be made right with Jesus. Lord, bless us tonight. Make your spirit come upon us even at this very moment. Speak to us in that still, small voice and say, yes, I died for you. You can too, you too can have eternal life. Lord, give us that joy tonight. Give us that joy tonight. Lord, give us that joy tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.